good afternoon everybody um how how has been your day happy sunday um, i'm Femi family day again i welcome you in the name of our lord jesus christ to our sunday broadcast from the vessels of honor foundation and um, i pray that as you have joined us today that God will bless everything concerning you tremendously in the name of Jesus. Uh, just a little charge before I start. Um, I would like to encourage you to keep tuning in to our Sunday services online like this uh, till school resumes. And however, when school resumes, um, I would like to employ you to make your way down to the Vest of Honor Foundation in the University of Ibadan at um, we meet at um, UI Hotel, UI Hotel Conference Center uh, on Sundays by 5 o'clock p.m. Although we are planning to um, split our services, so it may be a bit earlier and maybe by 5.30 for second service. And on Wednesdays, we meet by 6.30 p.m. for our um, Bible study. And on Fridays, we meet for prayer meeting at Chapel Tamak by 6 o'clock p.m. till 8 p.m. We pray steadfastly and fervently for about two hours. So I will encourage you to be there and make it make the date with VHF one of these days. I bet with you, you will be stuck on us and your life will never remain the same in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, today, uh, today I want to talk about a very important topic. Um, well, before I talk about this, actually, again, today I would like to give my voice to what is happening in the country right now, to the um, NSAS protest. It is outrightly wrong to, it is de- dehumanizing what the Nigeria police has been doing to Nigeria citizens, and it should not be allowed in every civilized society. Um, we've faced a lot we fa- faced too much as a people in Nigeria and we are still facing a lot and it should not be hard off that we so um, some people that are meant to be Nigerians and part of us are part of the people that are hardened daily to our problems and troubles and strongly I say SARS should end SARS should end and the Nigeria police should be reformed enough is enough about police brutality enough is enough it should never be allowed in any society either ancient or civilized it should never be allowed i'm saying i'm speaking against speaking loud against police brutality and i pray that anybody against our peace in nigeria will see doom in jesus name i'm speaking not just against police brutality actually i'm speaking also against any military any military brutality because it's not just the police that do this even the army is also involved in such habits it is wrong and it should never be allowed they are getting paid to protect us and they should do just that they should protect the citizens of nigeria they should ensure that we are safe and that is what they are there for and we should love them too when all this is done and i hope we can find in our hearts somewhere to lo- to love and forgive them um, thank you. Thank you very much on that. Um, let us pray. Father Lord, thank you for 
you are good thank you that today again you get to speak to your people thank you that people here today will be blessed that your word will go straight up to the mind of people today and it will transform their lives thank you lord that the words that we hear today will be habit changing it will break a form of addiction a form of bad habitual characters in them in the name of jesus for in jesus name i pray amen so um today i want to talk about a very important topic which is essential even for your success in life and in ministry essential for your success in any aspect of life it is essential for the way it's if you if you're going to live a life worth remembering a life of impact this what i'm about to talk about today affects you you should listen to it and learn wisdom from it so today i want to talk about mastery 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 what do i mean by mastery before i say what i mean by mastery i would like to lay this prelude it is important that as a man you have a target set for yourself it cannot be over emphasized that every human living should have what is like their god it is see even if you are if you if you are an atheist you should have what is like a target for you what is a god for you like the absolute for you you should have something that daily you want to be like be like something you want to be about you should have something you want to achieve in every aspect of life for example for christians you should set jesus as an example of character as an example of how to live for uh, maybe in academics you should set 100 100 100 percent as an example of the scores you want to have in all your courses excellence should be your pursuit in everything any man is doing there should be an absolute an ideal that you are pursuing there should be something that you have set as a target to attain there should be somewhere you are heading to there should be an absolute character that you want to have if you are learning to love there should be an absolute example of love and for christians you know that is our lord jesus christ an absolute example of love who has come to this world to sacrifice himself who we want to be like you see that there should be that absolute in every life of every man who is about anything meaningful in life Today, I want to talk about something that should be an absolute of character, absolute of habits for every man, and I call it mastery. Mastery, in my definition, is the most superior is this is the most superior form of knowledge. Is that stage you have gotten to that nothing eludes you anymore? It is that stage you have gotten to in knowledge that there is no angle that you do not understand. It is that stage you have gotten to that makes you the god of circumstances and events. Because we know that a man that knows is a man that can tilt events and circumstances to his own favor. Is that stage that you have gotten to that failure becomes a miracle? Because it you can't fail because you understand the nooks and crannies. Of everything you understand the nooks and crannies of what you are doing so you have the knowledge of what you are about it is that stage that a man has got into that we can call him a god mastery mastery is the ideal of knowledge mastery um you can you can lead the nation and transcend the lapidating companies 
to successful paths only with mastery. That means a nation that has been failing, a nation that is that has missed targets, a nation that is not doing well in whatever they are doing, a nation that is not doing well um, um, economically, a nation that is starving, a nation that is in famine, you can only bring them out of their uh, out of their um, out of their problems with mastery of leadership. Mastery is the ideal form, is the most superior form of knowledge. You see, mastery is what our Lord Jesus Christ have. Mastery is what the Trinity God had, that he could form man in his image. He had perfect knowledge of himself, perfect knowledge of time, perfect knowledge of creation, that he could create man from what? That is called mastery. That he could create, create man from anything he chose to. He can create man, he, can, he could have decided to create man from nothing, but he decided to create man from mud. He decided to create man from something most improbable. That is mastery. Mastery. Mastery is what all those big companies have, all those companies that build robots, they have a mastery of humanity. And that's why they could bring the knowledge they have about humanity into creating something, a, a technology that can behave exactly like man, although on, in the pursuit of man, not exactly man, but in the pursuit of being in the exact nature of man. That is a mastery of the nature of humanity. It is that institutional state where failure becomes a miracle. Mastery for a Christian is a pure knowledge of God. Mastery for a Christian, for a believer, is a pure knowledge. That means you have a pure knowledge of God. Mastery is a pure knowledge of God. It is the hope of our calling. The Bible says that we will know God as He is. That means by the time we get to heaven, the hope we have as Christians is that we will know God, we will know the exact nature of God, we will behold Him as He is. And don't forget that God said we are created in his image. That means it is God's intention that we know him. So that by the time we possess that most pure form of knowledge, we become gods who can dominate on earth with, with, with submission and total submission to the worship and exaltation of our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, that is the intention of creation itself. Mastery. You see, and as a believer, it is important that this is our pursuit. As a Christian, it is important that you pursue this with all your strength. And how do you pursue mastery? You pursue mastery by praying consistently. You pray persistently. And for what? You pray for the knowledge and the feeling and the feeling of God. You pray for the knowledge of God. The Bible says that there is a knowledge that, pass, that surpasses all knowledge. It says that you may know the love of Christ. We surpass all knowledge. That means there's a knowledge you have on the ground basis. There's a knowledge you have on, on, on zero basis. But there's another knowledge that surpasses that particular knowledge. And that is the knowledge that fills you with the fullness of God. I'm talking from Ephesians chapter 3 verse 19. Let's read it. Ephesians 3 verse 19. 3 19. Um, it says, And to know the love of Christ, which pass knowledge, that ye might be filled with all the fullness of God. That means this particular uh, mastery, by the time you attain mastery as a Christian, you are filled with all the fullness of God. You are filled with all the fullness of God. The Bible says, 
before prior to that apostle paul gives the precedence that means what you have to do to get to this stage he says for this cause i bow my knees unto the father our lord jesus christ that means it comes from the place of wailing from the place of supplication from the place of praying from the place of from the place of by, by bending your knees to god to pray that you have full knowledge of who christ is you see that should be the target that should be the focus of christians of believers Another thing you have to do is that you study the word. You study the word. You study the word. You study the word. You study the word of God. You study it day in, day out. You digest the word of God. You live on the word of God. You live on the word of God. Because that's what sets free. That's what is what would liberate you into your world of mastery. That's what we fill you with the knowledge of who God is. That's what we fill you with God Himself. And brings you to the ideal of who you have to be in Christ Jesus and give you the full stature. You understand the breadth, the length, and, and the height of God. And it comes from praying and studying the word. Praying and studying the word. It calls for spiritual goods. You see, in your business today, you have to pursue mastery in that business you are doing. You pursue mastery. You pursue to be the top, to be at the top, the topmost top of what you are doing. You pursue to be the best at what you are doing. You pursue to be the best at your academics. You pursue to have the best results. Some, some, no one might have passed through your department before with a first class, but you pursue to be the first person to break that jeans. It is called pursuing mastery. You may not get there eventually, but you will get better. You may not get there eventually, but you will be the best at it. You may not get there eventually, but people will celebrate you because you are portraying something that probably most people are not. So that will liberate you and separate you from the masses. Mastery. As a church, as the house of vessels of our other foundation, we pursue mastery. We pursue. See, spirituality is not an excuse for mediocrity. Let me say that again. Spirituality is not an excuse for mediocrity. That means we pursue mastery in both spiritual things and in physical things. That means when we are handling our things, when we are going there to preach the gospel, we do it perfectly, completely. We dress very well. In our dresses, we pursue mastery with it. In the way we speak our, 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 our vocabulary, we pursue mastery with it. In our academics, we pursue mastery. We don't just come to church and decorate the church anyhow. We pursue mastery in the way we decorate our church in the way we arrange the chairs we pursue mastery mastery should be the pursuit of any man that is living to live anything worth remembering that is living to live anything worth called an impact mastery should be our focus as a church mastery should be our drive as a people mastery should be our drive as a nation nigeria today we know it is the way it is because we are we have we don't have any good pursuits we don't have a, we don't have a pursuit of something good like yeah so this is how a nation should be and let us pursue this no if you notice if you study us very well you see that we are not positively dimensional or directional i beg your pardon mastery you pursue mastery in the works of your hand you pursue mastery in the words of your mouth you pursue mastery in everything and in anything the Bible says that whatsoever you find yourself doing, your hands doing, it says do it diligently because you pursue excellence. The Bible says that we are a chosen generation. It says we have been called forth to show his excellence. That means it is our primary assignment. It's not just our assignment as a church that we 
come to church and worship God, it is also our, our assignment and responsibility as a church that we show the world how it is done. That means when we sing in, in the music industry, we show the world how it is done. That means when you are in the banking industry, you show the world how it is done. In whatsoever way you are found yourself, the Bible says that the Bible calls you light. It says you are the light of the world. That means you shine your light in every aspect, in every aspect you have found yourself because you are here that pursue mastery in what you do. Because you have been sent there to be a representation of God, he that is filled with God. I'm not going to take your time too much today, so I'm going to talk about three things you need to do in your pursuit of mastery. Three things. Three things. Number one is that you understand purpose. You understand purpose. Apostle Paul. Apostle Paul went to meet the heads of the scribes. He went to tell, after he has understood, he picked up a purpose in the works of the scribes and Pharisees that these Christians, they are rogues. They are going against the doctrine of our fathers. There is something, something needed to be done to them. So I have understand that and I have personalized that as my purpose and I'm going to pursue them and bring them back in chains. He understood, he took that up as a purpose. You see, that's fear you have found yourself. You have to take it up as a purpose. That means you have been called into the education sector. That is your purpose in life. You stay there ready to make impact. You stay there, you understand that and take that as a purpose for yourself. Jesus Christ came to this world with so many potentials. He could have been a good father. He could have been, he could have been a banker. He could have been anything. He could have been whatsoever. But he decided that I have come to this world for, for a singular purpose. To liberate humanity. And he pursued that till the end. Understanding purpose. You have to understand that. Number two is that you have a heart of service. You have heart of service. Apostle Paul was ready to leave Jerusalem to the end of the world just to make sure he can stop Christianity. And even when he became saved again, he was ready to go to any part of the world to preach the gospel. That is called the heart of service. It is the heart of a man that leaves something that 2,000 years down the line, we are still talking about him. It is heart of service. It's the art of service that will bring you there, there to Aston Rock and you will make an impact that is worth remembering. It is art of service. It is important as Christians that we master this. Because if in your pursuit of mastery, you must have an art of service. Without that, you cannot attain mastery. It is impossible. You have an art of service. You are ready to serve others. The Bible says to um, um, Apostle Peter, that, do you love me? He said, yes. The Bible says, feed my flock. That means Jesus Christ is saying, the only way you can, you can be filled with me, the only way you can interact with loving me is by feeding my flock, is by serving others. Jesus says that he that must be the first among you must be the last. He said that he that will be the last will be the first. That means Jesus is saying that he that humbled himself to serve others is actually the leader among you. Is he that have understand the message of the gospel. Is he that have understood mastery. That's what Jesus Christ, that is what he himself came to demonstrate. So that when he had died for us, the Bible says that he became a cause for us. That you and I might be liberated. It was poor so that we can be rich. Mastery. And the third thing I want to talk about very quickly is resilience. You have to be resilient because there will be times that will be tough. There will be trial moments. There will be times that there is no other option but to give up. 
but you stay on your leg that i will keep doing these things because this is the right thing to do i will continue on this lane and god will give me victory and i tell somebody that they listening to me that your victory is around the corner in the name of jesus your victory has come today this is the, this is the hand of your struggling this is the hand of your hustling now go into your eternal joy in the name of jesus oh thank you lord for speaking your word to your people today thank you lord everlasting father that you have blessed your people here again today thank you that these words will yield fruits in them thank you lord that their life will never remain the same thank you everlasting jesus thank you lord jesus for in jesus name we have prayed i pray for you that as you go in this week you are blessed in everything you lay your hands on there is prosperity there is favor on your way you have grace you have grace the grace of god speaks for you in every office you enter there is open door for somebody there today in the name of jesus your paths are straight in the name of jesus there is no crooks on your path in the name of jesus the devil cannot overcome you in the name of jesus thank you everlasting father for you have um, done this thank you lord jesus yeah thank you so much for joining vhf today again next week is another time please join us do not forget um i hope i didn't take too much of your time and i hope you found this powerful um thank you for joining us god bless